Hey guys, it's Jason here. We have a special podcast episode to talk about one of the most exciting things we do all year, and that's our annual wellness trends release. Everyone watches for the trends. We work on it year round. It's a big focus for Colleen and I and the entire editorial team, and it's exciting. It is a really exciting time to be in wellness. And to talk about the trends with me, we have my lovely wife, Colleen, who is also a co-founder and chief brand officer at Mind Buddy Green. Welcome, Colleen. Thanks, Jason. Hi, guys. So we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about all the trends. We want everyone to check out the trends. Go to mindbodygreen.com. It's on it's on the homepage there. But th- there are definitely some things that stand out. And what's what's so interesting too is you know you, we go back in history and in 2015 we called out supplement startups and we've seen what's happened there and telomeres and aging. And in 16, we talked about guacamole everywhere and healthy tourism and homes of sanctuaries and succulents. And whoa, we were right on all of those things. Uh, Last year, we talked about women's circles and personalized nutrition and medicinal mushrooms and ketosis. We've all seen those things take off. So We've got a pretty good batting average with the trends. Really good track record. And so, Colleen, what's one of the most interesting trends to you in 18 that we talk about in the wellness trends? There's a lot of good ones on this year's list, and I'm, I'm really excited about the team effort that came together with this one, and I think it's starting a lot of important conversations. The one that personally is really resonating with me right now is big technology is the next big tobacco. And I think it's a really aggressive headline. <laughs> and and I, I think it's merited. I think people are, are starting to talk about technology in a new way. And one of the talks that resonated for me a lot at Revitalize and with a lot of our guests was around Kate Fagan and the story of what made Maddie run. Great book. Everyone pick it up. Really compelling, really sad story about a student at UPenn who committed suicide and the role of technology that it played in her life and how it made her feel and her support network is a really important conversation to have. As you know, I had a, we had a child uh, 10, 10 months ago and the 11 way- 11 months ago. 11 months ago now. They, they go fast. They do. <laughs> and the way in which I see our daughter interact with my iPhone scares the shit out of me. She just like grabs it automatically. She just knows to go for it. She knows how to swipe. She can send videos to people. <laughs> I see her light up in a really, really scary way. It's you know kind of the same way when I saw my niece have sugar for the same time, where you're like, oh, wow, you've just been taken over by something that has more control than you. And I see it in my personal life, too. You know, it's really hard for us to disconnect from our lives and... I've made some small steps in terms of turning off my phone, leaving it downstairs in our apartment, deinstalling Facebook, but it definitely re- resonates a lot for me right now. To me, what's so interesting about this is if we think about it, technology is dominated by some conglomerates, the Facebooks, the Googles, the Apples, and so forth. And those companies employ thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands maybe of engineers who are compensated and rewarded by creating tactics or devices or or platforms that keep us addicted. And so our interests are Are not not aligned. aligned. And there was a great 60-minute story on that. And what's so interesting is 
We've seen in the past year Facebook's own Sean Parker, uh, Jason Hirschhorn, uh, Dave Morin, who's, who's in the piece as well, a number of people really well-respected in technology saying like, hey guys, like these companies' interests are not aligned and they're there also to serve shareholders and increase shareholders' value. And the way the way they're doing that is to keep you addicted to devices, which they're not incentivized to change, which segues me to another exciting trend, and that's big food really getting on board with healthier uh, healthier foods in a big way. And one of the reasons why that's happening is consumers are demanding healthier options and they're paying for it. And so big food has to listen. Where at big technology, they're keeping you addicted to devices. So they don't have to, they're doing their job well. And that's that's the problem. But but let's talk about big food and why that's exciting. Yeah, this is a more inspiring trend um, yes. than the technology trend. Our, our mission here at Mind Body Green has always been to make wellness accessible and not to speak to a specific zip code in Tribeca or the west side of LA. And I really love the, the local food movement that's happening in Brooklyn, but I don't think it scales across the country and to underserved populations and communities. And I think having the PepsiCo's of the world on board, the Kellogg's of the world aligned on this mission of making food healthier and accessible is the only way that we're going to bring apart sweeping change and bringing good food to more communities. And for context, these natural food companies just show you the demand for these products and the scale they're achieving. Kellogg's acquired RX Bar for $600 million. That's insane. This year we saw... Nestle acquire Blue Bottle, Atrium, Chameleon Cold Brew. For some context, people, like these deals are enormous. And if we go back in 2009, almost 10 years ago, like one of the biggest deals, I remember when this happened, when Bare Naked Granola was acquired for $60 million. We're seeing like 10 times that. So it speaks to how much the category has grown, which is exciting and also speaks to these big companies are on board with writing huge checks to innovate and provide healthier options to people at more attractive price points, which to us speaks to the you, we all, and the all is, is access. And these companies have distribution that can provide access. So it's a win if they can continue to do this. Absolutely. And, you know, we've seen the change at Expo West, where it's a great time to be a natural foods entrepreneur. We've been going there together for the past eight years. And, and now the, the show just continues to expand where it's taking over conference rooms, taking over hotel rooms. They need to move it out of Anaheim. Please do that. And there are just so many more investors and representatives from larger food companies and just so much more activity there year after year. And I think it's a great thing. Um, that there's so much more good investment in this category. Yep, the big companies have the power to turn on distribution all all around the world, which is exciting about access. And I, I want to segue to one of the other most exciting trends we think really happened at our Revitalize event this summer, and that was Breathwork, where we had some amazing speakers and then we had an amazing experience. So we had uh, Andrew Huberman, who's a PhD at Stanford. He has his own lab there around breath work along with Brian McKenzie, he's a human performance expert, and then Ashley Neese, the breath work teacher. And what's so interesting is about Huberman is like this amazing, legit Stanford professor who's got a lab 
who's been doing experiments on people, putting them in highly stressful situations and looking at breathing as a tactic to help control their internal state. Translation, I'm trapped in an elevator and this would normally like freak me out and cause me to maybe faint or have a panic attack. But through breathing techniques, I'm able to actually change my internal state. So it's putting science around breath work in a big way. And it was also... Brian did his workshop. It was like one of the most well-attended things. Everyone was talking about breath work. Like what? It's exciting, right? It's super exciting. And, you know, we obviously talk about all forms of health here at MindBodyGreen. And I think one part of health that we don't talk enough about is is pulmonary health. And this is a whole new way to think about our health. And, you know, we think about what we eat and what we think and how we exercise, but this is a whole new facet you of gotta health. You gotta breathe. You gotta breathe, <laughs> everyone can breathe. And what's exciting to me again is this opportunity for access. There has been such a great resurgence or surgence in meditation, but there are people who are just never gonna meditate and it feels to them if it's too woo-woo or just something weird that people that do yoga do. And I think this, the breathwork conversation opens up a whole new co- cohort of people that can connect to their breath, connect to themselves in a different way. Well, what's so interesting too is the way they're approaching breathwork, Andrew and the guys at his lab, is it's to deal with specific, very stressful situations. And we all know how anxiety and stress is really plaguing our, our society. And there are so many triggers between social media and Uber and traffic and all these things. And to be able to have an internal tool to control your state is super powerful. And so that one, particularly for me, is really, really exciting. One of the big questions, we don't want to go through every trend because everyone's got to go to mind, but you got to read the trends. We're just, we're, this is high level. One of the big questions we have of what's going to happen in 18, this isn't a trend, but the big question we think in 2018 is what's going to happen with athleisure and boutique fitness? How we reach the peak? Yeah, it's going to be a really interesting thing for our audience to watch and follow. You know, here in Brooklyn, adjacent to Manhattan, we are in, you know, the center of the boutique fitness universe um, for so many reasons. And we're just starting to see anecdotally walking down the street where you're like, oh, that place used to be crowded and, and now they've shut their doors. So it's going to be a turning point where I think there was so much new startup and so much new investment in this place. And now, you know, we're reaching a point where it's okay. I don't know if I can go underwater spinning one day and flying on a trapeze the next day. Like not all of these businesses are going to have enough sustained demand to, to stay in business. And the athleisure trend is one that I've obviously enjoyed um, <laughs> given my, my my wardrobe style but you know we're starting to see a shift back into denim on a more macro level but then you'll see someone like Lululemon have Kill an incredible Q3 yeah. so it's going to be an exciting one to watch yeah for me boutique fitness is super interesting my take is the really strong will really survive and thrive so that's you know whether soul cycles of the world to launch soul annex which is an extension of the brand, which is interesting. And Flywheel uh, launched a in-home experience with a bike, which we've heard amazing things about. What happens with Peloton? They're looking to do a treadmill. So, like, does does the experience move in-home? Like, do those worlds collide? That's that's a big question mark. Can it be attractive? 
to people who don't live on the coast and at, at an affordable price point? Big questions. Maybe the answer, it does extend in home. That, that could be super interesting. And then athleisure. I think a lot of people were shocked that Lululemon really killed their quarter. A lot of people were for years calling for Lululemon's head. They're out of touch. They don't know what they're doing. Everyone's coming into, coming into the category. But they had a really strong quarter, and a lot of people are surprised by that. So it's really interesting. What's going to happen to all those athleisure startups? Yeah, that's another place where just the barriers to entry have been so low. So there's been you know, so many new brands in that space. That's a, another great startup has been Allo, who's been partnering now with Cody. So yeah. um, just another example Allo, of Allo worlds Cody colliding. Yeah. So there, there's lots to watch in 18, and there's just... There's there's lots to watch, guys. It just it is exciting. So I would encourage everyone, please check out the wellness trends. We also talk about fats and mitochondria, what's happening there, femtech, super exciting, sleep optimization, which is a really important topic to us <laughs> really right important now. Important to us with our eleventh month old <laughs> daughter who was a good sleeper until uh, her sleep regression recently. Sleep optimization. We also talk about intermittent fasting, something that also was very big at Revitalize and personally uh, has worked for me lately and really, really interesting science there around everything from brain health uh, to weight loss. It's just super interesting and and a very hot topic at at Revitalize to Collagen, which is just blown up, which is amazing. And then Green Beauty. I'll I'll, I'll close with that. Like Colleen, is, is Green Beauty the next organic food. For sure. And it's super exciting. You know, that's where I leave with optimism and and lots of hope that green beauty is becoming more accessible with big and larger retailers like Target and Sephora making meaningful investments in these and brands and continuing to see double-digit growth. Yeah. Yes, Unilever acquiring companies and also innovating on their own, so going after it on, on both fronts. I think that is where we will see uh, the true difference as these go as these, this category goes from being something that was niche and that you could only find at a Cap Beauty or a Credo to sure. now being accessible across America, which is really exciting. We also talk about Gut Health 2.0. You're not going to miss that. Our friends at Biome uh, are doing amazing work there, amazing trend, and so much of wellness is becoming personalized, and, and what's going on there is definitely cutting edge. And I'm going I'm to go back to planetary healing, too. It's my belief you have to be almost unconscious not to care or recognize what's going on on the planet. The fires in California, the hurricanes, the extreme, what, it's just, it is insane. And as we talk about with the new evolved mantra of Mind, Body, Green, you, we all, it's great. Got to take care of yourself. Get that right. Get that right. And then we, communities, families, and then planet. Like what if, if, if we don't have a place to live, if we don't have a planet to live on, what are we doing? This is the biggest one of these trends from an impact standpoint. And we know from talking to the Mind, Body, Green community that 96% of our community right now is deeply concerned about the planet. And, you know, that wasn't the case three years ago, five years ago. And 
the way in which Paul Hawkins' talk at Revitalize was oh, received yeah. both on-site and then you know, from the feedback from the simulcasting both on the live stream and on social, we know that this is something that deeply resonated with our audience. And for the first time, people feel like they have the tools to be optimistic, to provide solutions, and to provide hope. And I think it's wonderful for the wellness movement that the conversation is moving beyond the self to a much bigger purpose um, that extends to our communities and our planet. Yeah, Paul Hawken blew it away at Revitalize. And everyone, everyone has to watch his Revitalize talk and his amazing book, Drawdown. There are real solutions in there for climate change. So I've got some homework for everybody listening. So you got to watch it. Got to watch at Revitalize Paul Hawken. You have to watch Intermittent Fasting panel. You have to watch our Fat and my- Mitochondria panel. You have to watch the Breathwork panel. So you got some Revitalize homework, guys. There's some amazing talks and panels. So just go to mymuddygreen.com. You see Revitalize in the, the navigation. So go there. You have to do that. And then you got to read the wellness trends. We're just you know summarizing. You got to check it out. And so you guys must do that. It is really exciting. We've been in wellness, God, for 10 years, and, and it's just every year it gets more and more exciting. We are on the cutting edge here, and it's just wild times. It's awesome. I love I love this. It's my favorite time of year, wellness trends. Like Christmas comes early for us at My Muddy Green. And so everyone check it out, and any guests, guest ideas, keep keep them coming. We got some good ones coming up. Any any guest ideas, send a podcast at mindbodygreen.com. Any questions you have for me, send the podcast at mindbodygreen.com. We're going to start to answer those, but we got some good ones coming in and, and, some, and some of those guests we're going to make happen. But thank you for all the submissions. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes. Give us five stars if you love the show. Write a comment, but thank you all for listening. And of course, let us know what you think of the 2018 wellness. Yeah, trends. of course, of, of course, of course, of course. Thank you, thank you, Colleen, for for being my special guest host on this very special edition of the My Medigreen Podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks, guys.